Paolo is a bustling modern city with little time to remember foreigners who lived there a hundred years ago. Gludan in Syria now has a public address system and phonograph record to give them wet scenes call, so it is perhaps best he has been forgotten there. And India is trying to forget all the thousands of Englishmen who ruled her for so long. Even his wax image at Madame Tussauds has long since been destroyed. Yet Burton made his mark upon the world. Perhaps it would be better to say his marks, for we can find traces of his influences in many spheres of activities, from zoology to erotic literature. As J. S. Catton, one-time editor of Academy, said of Burton, his insatiable curiosity led him to explore almost every path of learning, especially the bypaths. His accomplishments were often so unrelated that it is difficult for anyone unfamiliar with the total fabric of his life to imagine that the man who was one of the pioneers in Central African exploration, the discoverer of Lake Tanganyika, was the same man who made the brilliant translation of The Arabian Nights, or that the poet of the Casida and the translator of the great Portuguese poet Camões was the same man who made the adventurous pilgrimage to Mecca in disguise. Burton was one of those rare personalities who was both a man of action and a scholar, and he made significant contributions to the world in both science and literature. Unfortunately, there were quirks in this personality that thrust his claims to fame into obscurity. Burton's character was complex. It would be an easy task to assemble an impressive body of evidence to show that he was cruel, dirty-minded, stupid, pretentious, and basically evil. But it also would be easy to collect an equally impressive array of evidence, as was done by his wife, to show that he was kind, scholarly, brave, brilliant, and badly neglected by the nation he devotedly served. In reality, Burton was all of these things. The man who carefully nursed Speak in the wilds of Africa was the same man who, within a few weeks of his death, launched a vicious attack on his character and all of the ideals and ideas Speak held most dear. The man who translated the Arabian Nights was the same man who translated the pure, if that is the right adjective, pornography of the perfumed garden. The man who stood in the dark with only a naked sword to face a crowd of wild Somalis intent on his blood was the same man who was afraid of losing his job and pension by being seen in a restaurant outside of his work area. A man of advanced scientific ideas, he was childishly superstitious. An expert on religions, he could find none for himself. A loving husband, he advocated polygamy. Richard Burton was a man who defies pigeonhole classification, and I have made no attempt to label him. He was a unique phenomenon, and I have tried to show him as he was within the limits of available knowledge. In this instance, the amount of available material has been stupendous, and I have often felt that it would be an easier task to write a ten-volume biography of Burton than to compress the material into one. P. N. Penzer, one of the great authorities on Burton, once said, It would take more than one man to write Burton's life. It takes a genius to write and understand the life of a genius. I can only hope Mr. Penzer will forgive my presumption. Still, there were aspects of Burton's life which until now have been hidden or misinterpreted.
I have included new material and corrections, but I have tried to do so without disrupting the narrative by intrusive scholarship. For this reason, I have avoided that crutch of poor writers and the device so abused by my subject, the footnote. The spelling of words from languages using non-Roman alphabets always presents a problem. I have chosen the most familiar form wherever possible, even though this is not always the most exact. Thus, shake, S-H-A-Y-K-H, is more phonetically correct than shake, S-H-E-I-K, but I have used the more popular spelling. For most place names I have accepted the spelling of Webster's Geographical Dictionary, or, if not listed, those on the maps of the National Geographic Society. In some cases where neither of these sources could be used, I have employed Burton's spellings. For the nouns used to describe inhabitants of present...